Welcome to Let It Be Easy with Susie Moore. Hello, 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 my friend. How are you today? (laughs) How I love recording these episodes for you. I just sat down to record a few this morning and I thought, what a privilege, isn't it? That we live in an age where I can sit in my apartment in Miami and reach people all over the world with a microphone and an internet connection. Wow, what would our ancestors have thought of that? (laughs) It is so easy to just take your life for granted day by day, all of the blessings we have, all of the conveniences, all of the, frankly, magic we have in 2023. I don't want it to just be my normal. I want it to be something that I appreciate. And this is actually something that I wanted to speak to you about today which was about, are you appreciating even the mundane things? Are you appreciating even the things that that, that are like, yeah, obvious, we all have that. Everyone has electricity. Everyone has, you know, clean water coming from the tap. Everybody has, everybody has, everybody has. So what? Number one, if everyone you know has uh, shelter, has access to basic resources, has Wi-Fi, that's a wonderful thing. That is a wonderful thing. And it's not true for everybody. In fact, this we forget. There's something in the coaching world, which is called hedonic adaptation. And what that simply means when I, when I learned about this, it was about 10 years ago. I read about it the first time from the book, The Myths of Happiness by Sonia Lumbiorski. I hope that's how you say her last name. Please correct me if I'm wrong, Sonia or anybody, but she wrote a great book called The Myths of Happiness. And when I learned about hedonic adaptation, I was like, whoa, this is so interesting. I'm so thrilled to use this as a tool in my coaching by understanding the mind more deeply. And what hedonic adaptation basically means is we get used to new circumstances, good or bad, way sooner than we think we will. And changes that we either fear or changes we get really excited about make us overall less happy or less sad than we think they will. For example, she quotes, I mean, and I've done lots of research now, so I'm not sure exactly the sources for these studies, but she quotes even people who've had accidents and they've lost access to parts of their body or who've gone through illnesses and their lives are changed as a result, how they're actually no less happy after those unwanted events or those unforeseen events that they thought were very, very shocking, very bad news at the time. This also works on the flip side. It's proven that if we even have, say, a big pay jump, or if we get engaged, or if we, I don't know, get in great shape, it doesn't make us as happy as we think it will. We can often just get that rush of like, oh, joy, euphoria, but it lasts, I mean, a very, very short time, right? Often even less than 24 hours. This brings me peace because I know that if I'm fearing something, If there is something that I'm scared could happen, I also know with my rational mind that if it were to happen, which is frankly unlikely, right? We know that the things that we worry about tend to not happen. I know that the fear of the adversity or the fear of some consequences coming in my life later that I don't want, my fear 
of the situation coming to be is actually worse. It's going to be worse in my mind ahead of time than if it were to really happen. And I wouldn't take my word for this. Look at look at your own life as proof. Maybe you went through a divorce. Maybe you went through an illness. Maybe you went through a job loss and you feared it. You feared it. You feared it. I worked with someone once and she feared losing her job for like six, seven, eight years. Every Sunday she felt sick. Whenever the boss called a meeting with another senior team member, she thought they were meeting about her. It was really like this knot in her stomach for so long. And then it did eventually happen, right? For unforeseen reasons, uh, not because she did anything wrong. There was just a restructure. And she's like, wow, when it actually happened, it wasn't as bad as I thought. And I spent so long worrying about this day. And as we know too, right, that the reverse is also true. So often we think, when I get the man, when I get the money, when I get the whatever it may be, I fit into those genes again. Oh, I'll be so happy. I'll be so fulfilled. Yeah, for about five minutes. (laughs) Until our mind goes back to what's missing next? What else do I want? What's the new goal? What's the new desire? And it turns out, as I studied hedonic adaptation more and more, the only way to almost remedy it, the only way to allow it to not essentially dull your happiness is to practice just radical appreciation, radical appreciation. So maybe you live in San Francisco and you see the Golden Gate Bridge every single day. Well, there are people who travel all over the world to take a photo of that bridge. I remember when I used to walk through Times Square to get to one of my jobs in New York City. You know, New Yorkers hate Times Square. They're like, oh my gosh, tourist trap. But I loved walking through Times Square. I'm like, I live in a city where people travel from all over the world to get a photo of a path, like a, a path, a street, that square itself, just to get one photo in this square. And I think about the New Year's Eve events that happen every single year. I think about Mariah Carey singing there. My gosh, I mean, I don't want to get used to my life. I don't want to get used to my blessings. If you wake up today and you're healthy, you've got healthy children, you've got you know good friendships, yeah, you can take a bath that water's clean. You can also drink it. It's safe. Yeah, you can turn on the TV for access to all of these devices. This is a miracle. What would your great-grandmother, great-grandfather, of course, well, I never knew mine. Actually, my parents are older. I didn't even know my grandparents. But I know that this would blow their mind the way we live today, the way that, you know, people living in 100 years from now would blow our minds if we had a glimpse into it. And so can we revel in the now more? Can we revel with all of the blessings that we have in this day and age? People ask me all the time, you know, why are you so happy, Susie? How do you maintain that? (laughs) It's because I do this often. It keeps me content. It keeps me coming back to the truth of my life. And when you look around, isn't it true that many blessings that often go overlooked, underappreciated, that so many of these blessings surround you. Until next time, my friends. Love and ease. Hey friend, I've got something really cool for you. I want to give you free access to my signature course called Slay Your Year, which typically sells for $997. You can check it out, all the details at slayyouryear.com. All you have to do to get access is leave me a review, leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, take a snapshot of it and send it to info at susie-more.com. That's info at susie-more.com and we'll get you set up with access.